0: Hey there, peeps, and welcome to another episode here on the Common Sense for Common Peeps podcast. This morning, it is September 1st. Um, It is 8.16 a.m. I just literally got up probably about 15 minutes ago, and I found out the news that Jimmy Buffett had passed away. And if you guys follow me, particularly on Twitch, and if you guys follow me on Twitch and you see my posts on Twitter and all that fun stuff, you know that I am a huge, huge Jimmy Buffett fan. I'm not like the fanatic fan, but I could tell you I've probably been to at least 15 concerts. I could tell you I'm not like the... The biggest parrot head in the whole wide world, but I, I think I'm there. I'm. I think I'm one of them. I'm definitely a parrot head. I've seen him at least fifteen times. Seen him at least probably six, seven different venues I've been to, and it was really hit me today. It hit me this morning. I already cried about it. Um, hopefully I don't cry here. I probably will though. I ain't, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I mean it was just it just knocked me over this morning when I heard about it. Um I just like Monday I think it was there was an interview that he did at a local radio station where he is from in Alabama. And I just listened to the whole thing. And the first thing that I noticed when he was doing the interview he was like, wow, he looks pretty fragile. And it looks like he lost a lot of weight. But yeah, but he did like he hasn't toured for a year now. He canceled His tour was about this time last year where he, I think he got sick or something. There's no details about anything. Nothing was released, even back then when he started canceling concerts and stuff like that. But you kind of knew there was something going on when he canceled this this last one. And again, there was like no news. He didn't release any information on why and all that. But he did, uh, he is currently in the works of a new album. So yeah, and it's 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 even funnier too. He's got a brand new album coming out. Um they've been playing like every week on Margaritaville Radio on Sirius Radio, they've been playing a song from it every Friday. But yeah, I mean this really, really, really stings. This one hurts. This one hurts. And I'll be honest with you, probably of all the celebrities that have passed over the course of my lifetime, this is probably the one that really, really, really hit me. I think it's because of the fact too that I have so many memories from going to his concerts, some crazy memories, and it kind of just brings back not again not trying to say like things used to be and stuff like that, but just how different things used to be. My friend um growing up introduced me to Jimmy Buffett. I want to say maybe right around 19 probably right around 1990, 91ish. We used to go up to a bar <laughs> Another funny story. We used to go up to a bar and play pool. So we'd shoot pool there, and inside the jukebox was Jimmy Buffett records, like Margaritaville, Son of a Son of a Son of a Sailor, Cheeseburger in Paradise, all of the big big songs that he usually sings at all of his concerts. So my buddy started playing that, and of course, I knew what Margaritaville was because that's like his staple song. That's his 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 baby song. Is is. Margaritaville. That's what, you know, really got him on the map. But then I realized like some of the other songs that he has were pretty decent songs. So there was an album that I bought. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's like Songs That You Know By Heart, I think it was. And then another one came out that remastered, I want to say like 40 songs that he had, including all of his big ones that he played at the concerts. So after like hearing those songs, And hearing the songs that were remastered, I went to my first concert here in Cleveland. Um, And it was an interesting concert, to say the least. And it's like, wow, this is pretty pretty far out with the people here. And back then, again, not trying to be back in the day guy, but back then it was just totally different. So when you would go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, it would be like a party atmosphere. And back then, he used to like do a like one. He would he would do two concerts, um, usually in Cleveland, and then he would go to down to Cincinnati and would do three. Well, actually, he would even do more than that. But at that particular time, this was like the last time that he would actually do like multiple concerts in a city. He's done it like occasionally here and there, but I mean like like consistently doing it. So we went to the concert. And the first thing it does, it starts at 12 noon. I mean the concert is just nothing but partying. Partying, partying, partying. Get there and party. And then the actual concert kicks in usually around eight o'clock. He'll have like maybe an hour and an hour and 45 minutes set. And then the grand or the encore. And then he would usually play three more songs. And then that would be the concert. It'd be about two hours. So you didn't go too crazy, but, you know, you've been partying all day. <laughs> so it was just like the nightcap of what was party land. And we went there. We went to the one that's outside of Pittsburgh. I've been to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is absolutely nuts for a Jimmy Buffett concert. Just absolutely nuts. We've seen him in Detroit. And where else have we seen him? I can't think of anywhere else at the top of my head. But those four cities for sure. But ah, oh, we've seen them in like different venues too. When he comes to Cleveland, he went to um, what was it at the time? Jacobs Field, Progressive Field, whatever it's called, where the the Guardians play. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough. This one's tough. This one's tough. But I like the very first concert we went to. So we get there right around one thirty, and it was packed. Parking lot was like packed, and you can't. They didn't let you into at the time blossom i think it's still called blossom but you couldn't get into blossom at that time so everything was in a parking lot i mean they had tents up there they had like i it was just crazy music playing all over the place of his music radios and all that it was like a tailgate like a huge tailgate party but what was really cool about it and the part that i really missed especially back then It's just that everybody was just enjoying the music and enjoying the atmosphere of being there. I did not one time see any fights, any arguments, any nothing. Everybody just partied party. You had guys in the grass skirts and the ladies with the coconut bras and all of that fun stuff. And it was just a good time. Just a total, total good time. And it's so funny, too, because... Blossom had a really strict law about alcohol. Once you get onto the premises, there's no alcohol. Now, of course, they're not gonna, you know, they don't enforce it like, oh, we're gonna have like alcohol police running around the parking lot or anything like that. But they would have people in the trees and they would be looking down, especially if you're driving out and you're and they know that you're like saying, Oh, they nail you right off the bat. Cuyahoga Kyle Kyle Falls cops. Would they would get you? You don't have to worry about that. They're gonna get you. But anyways, but yeah, that first one was just oh my god. So we so we partied in the parking lot for like five six hours. We were like walking around, just mingling with people. There was four of us that ended up going. We had at that time we had lawn seats, so you could sit either in the amphitheater that's like enclosed that holds like ten thousand. And then on the grass, you could be out there, which is really cool. It's a really cool. I mean, I think everybody has it, so you all know what I'm talking about. It's really cool for the uh, orchestras to listen to the Cleveland Orchestra and stuff like that. I've been there a few times for that. And Jazz Fest, we were there for. But so we finally get in, and of course, we have to have like a margarita. They were they had margarita stands all over the place. Corona was the big beer at that particular facility back then. So we get our drinks and we're trying to find a spot in the lawn. And it's just, it's just nuts. It's just nuts out there. I mean, people are smoking weed. People are having sex. I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's just a good time, I guess you could call it. But yeah, I mean, I could tell you there's another time when one of the local bars for $100, you can go to the Jimmy Buffett concert. You just had to get your own ticket. If you had a ticket for $100, they would drive you there, drive you back. It would be We were inside like a limo, like a stretched out limo. So there was like 12 to 14 of us in there. We had drinks in the limo. We had food before we went to the concert. We got to the concert like right around 5.30. So we got the atmosphere of the parking lot. And then we'd go to the concert. And then we'd go back to the uh, to the limo. To have maybe another cocktail or two in there not too much because you know what i'm uh, pretty lit up for that but then we go back to the bar and a bar like would close down and offer food to have like a spread out there playing like jimmy buffett music of course and all that fun stuff so that was a really cool trip that was probably one of my favorite ones but we've been like i said the one in detroit was pretty pretty good but lately i mean of course times have changed and they're not gonna let you do as much as they do the the tailgate parties. They don't want you in the parking lot before like an hour or two before the concert. So they don't even open the gates to like if the concert's at eight, they open the gates at six thirty, and there'll be people lined up. It's the craziest thing because it's especially where Blossom is. It's in the middle of like the country, so there's like one access road coming in and out, and I don't know. I don't know why they do that, but of course they're trying to cut down on. The partying and all that fun stuff. The tale of the times, you know? The tale of the times there. But it's just, it's its tough. It's tough. Um, I'm going to try to release this podcast as soon as I can. I'm going to edit it down a little bit. It's going to sound a little choppy and all that, so it is what it is because I'm not going to fully edit it. I just want to like post this and get it out. But I just wanted to say that this morning. I know I'm going to be listening to Jimmy Buffett all weekend here, Labor Day weekend. So I'll be streaming a little bit today. I might be able to tell you a couple more stories there that I can't tell here. Probably, I could probably tell them here, not there, now that I really think about that. But anyways, I just, again, I wanted to say that condolences to the great Jimmy Buffett. And and the other thing is, why isn't he in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I, I, I've been saying this, like, really for the last four to five years now. Can we get him in the hall while he can still enjoy it? And and you know what kind of party atmosphere that would be if if he was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, I can tell you right now, for the next week, and probably all the way up until at least Christmas, there is going to be so many artists coming out and doing dedications to him. There's going to be shows that are going to do dedications to him. They're probably going to nominate him now for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Probably get in it next year. I could... I'm willing to put, I'll put $100 down on that one, that that's going to happen. You know, a little too late though, but I know he he talked about it a little bit. In, if you go back in a couple of his interviews, he understands why, because he's kind of, people still think of him as country, but now that Dolly Parton's in... Oh, there's no way this guy shouldn't be in. I mean, the and the people that come to his concerts from all over the place, they will drive miles. They will drive days to go to his concerts in the summertime, especially in the North here and trying to go down to the South to see him. Or when he finally does make it to the South or to the North here in the summertime, I mean, everybody will go anywhere to see him. They're like deadheads, you know, the parrot heads are super, super faithful. And yeah, so I just wanted to get this out again. I know I'm rambling now, not knowing really what to say. So that's probably the sign to turn this off. Thank you for listening. We will be back to our normal episode on Thursday. I did make an episode that I was going to release today before this. So I'll probably just push that one back. Maybe I'll have... um, There'll be a podcast this Thursday, a podcast the following Thursday, and then a normal one the following Thursday after that. it's probably maybe my plans. All right, peeps. Thanks for listening. And as always, bye-bye, babies. And sail on, Jimmy. Sail on.
1: What a lovely crew! you are well we've, we've done a lot of Alpines we got a lot of people here but I'll tell you that topic what a great great night thank you for all the years the summer gone. John our pleasure an honor to play thank you if you're not tired yet let's go to Margarita right? Yeah.